Welcome to another part in a four-part podcast series on environmental issues on sustainability. Today we will be talking about thrifting, uh, sustainable fashion, and how libraries contribute to thrifting and waste management. Uh, I'm Ewan, I'm majoring in environmental science at the University of Alberta Augustana campus. I'm joined with my co-host Mackenzie. Hi everyone. I'm not an environmental studies major, but I think it's interesting. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, so let's start right off. So thrifting is thrifting in simpler terms is just buying something that has already been used by another person. Um, a study done by Portage MR, an online marketing platform in April 2020. Uh, the study was conducted in Canada and had 5,000 to 5,300 respondents. And the question asked was what type of items do uh, individuals buy most at uh, thrift stores? It found that the item that the respondents purchased most from thrift stores was clothing with 57.58% of respondents saying they purchased clothing, followed by books with 46.2%, followed by homeware, like cutlery and baking <laughs> utensils. Plates, pots, yeah. anything like that. Yeah. With 37.02%, followed by accessories uh, with 33.95%, puzzles and games with 32.53%, furniture with 30.53%, and shoes, CDs, DVDs all had 20% or under of respondents who went to thrift stores looking for that product. Well, furniture would be higher than it was, <laughs> uh, personally. Yeah, I guess it would depend on what store they yeah they go to. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, okay. So we'll go over places to buy in cameras. So the big two are Centricam, which pretty much accepts any item, from clothing to small furniture to accessories to they have everything yeah. <laughs> literally yeah. everything yeah. you could think of they have like doorknobs <laughs> random doors sometimes oh, like geez. just anything <laughs> okay. you need honestly yeah then the other big one in cameras is the habitat for humanity restore which uh they do not accept any clothing but they specialize in building materials, furniture, appliances, like dishwashers, refrigerators. Maybe that's the place I'm thinking of. They have the random doors, not the other one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of them has doors. Yeah, the, the ReStore has a lot of random <laughs> stuff in it. Um, and they have a bunch of home accessories. Those are the two main ones in cameras. There are some other smaller ones sprinkled throughout cameras. Um, in like bigger cities like Edmonton or Calgary, some of the big ones are value villages are big ones. They 
I don't think they accept any big appliances, but their clothing section is pretty big. <laughs> Lots of options depending on where you go. Yeah. Um, the other big one I could find was the Habitat for Humanity Restore again. They have over 100 locations across Canada. Um, some websites that are more popular to buy used uh, items on is Kijiji, a website where you can pretty much find anything used as long as a person in your community is has posted an ad for it. Um, although you might get like a dud sometimes from Kijiji. <laughs> I uh, purchased a computer oh, for, no. <laughs> for school and... Uh, Does it work great? No. <laughs> it, it only worked when you like had it plugged in. Oh, then no. as soon as you plugged unplugged it it would turn off so so word of warning yes, like <laughs> yeah just to be scout the product very well because yeah or the person who's selling it you don't know what you're gonna get but yeah maybe there's some mystery some fun in that yeah ebay is also another website that offers used goods i think they might do new goods too i think so i think but I think it depends. They're a larger company than Kijiji as they like ship worldwide and such. Another local website is uh, the Facebook Marketplace. It's like Kijiji, I think. It's always really good. <laughs> Especially for buying used textbooks. That's all I have to say. Facebook Marketplace ah, <laughs> is okay. where you go. So there are a lot of different ways to obtain and read books. Rather than buying them at a book or thrift store, that way is through libraries. Libraries offer a variety of means to read or listen to a book. The Cameras Library, for example, offers e-books, e-audiobooks, and access to newspapers from all around the world. This can help reduce an individual's ecological footprint as they are just using the library's resources, which have been used by other people, so you, I wouldn't think it would increase. Basically, you can return it so others can also use it instead of like everyone buying the same copy of the book that is already at the library, I guess. You just have to wait your turn, yeah. <laughs> which could be... Patience is a virtue. <laughs> yeah. There's a paper published in 2010 in the United States that took a look historically from 1997 to 2003. The paper was called The Environmental Potential of Reuse and Application to Books. Um, in this paper, the researchers compared the amount of used books purchased versus the amount of used books purchased. What? So basically, over time, they did uh, new books versus old used books. Oh, I thought you just said used books twice. I was really oh. confused. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I did. I don't know. Okay, well, glad to clear that up. So the paper found that the average amount of new books and individual had 
bot decreased from an average of 3.84 books per person to 3.47 books per person. But why just 3.47 books <laughs> in a book? <laughs> I wonder how that would work. <laughs> Probably not very well. You'd be missing a few pages. <laughs> yeah. While the average number of used books an individual had increased from 0.13 books to 0.57 books. This might mean that as time goes on, the people who were purchasing books grew more environmentally conscious. Though the paper, through the paper, the paper, <laughs> the researchers realized, realized that as used books became easier to obtain, uh, then the amount of sales of used books went up. As, uh, say, like, um, the internet uh, market opened up from Amazon to Kijiji and thrift stores in general. I yeah. Guess, yeah. When I've personally browsed through a thrift store, I've noticed a dedicated book section in almost every store. It doesn't matter of the type of thrift store that I've been to. So there's a huge market there. Electronics have a big range of items that can be used secondhand, but are just thrown out. A case study released on March... In March. <laughs> in March 2021, 20, called Combining Environmental and Economic Factors to Evaluate the Reuse of Electrical and Electronic Equipment, a Swiss case study. Uh, it examined uh, five different uh, appliances. The appliances were washing machines, refrigerators, televisions, laptop computers, and smartphones. The study presented uh, the lifetimes of each appliance given by the producers and then uh, went into detail of whether or not uh, using that appliance or electrical device past that past its lifetime would be economically and environmentally friendly. Um, the study found that uh, at the Big appliances like washing machines, refrigerators, and televisions uh, should not be used past their uh, expected well, lifetime. Right? Yeah, yeah, you should just buy a new one at that point. But if you, but first you should look at uh, thrift stores to see like, what year the appliance came out in, so that you know. The life expectancy. How long is the life expectancy um, of a TV? <laughs> I think it's the article said eight years. Only eight years. Yeah, but then it said uh, to like pass down. Like you could, you could technically use it past its prime, but you should like pass down free of charge. Huh. Not pay for it. Basically, because it kind of sucks, but. It'll, yeah. it'll do the job. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, the same thing with uh, the refrigerators and washing machines. With uh, laptop computers and smartphones, it uh, the article explained that it was that uh, most of the environmental impacts came from producing the devices. So the more use those devices get, the lower ecological footprints they would have on the environment <laughs> or environmental footprint they leave behind. One of the issues is that um, there's such like a replace. Um, one of the thoughts I had hearing you talk about this <laughs> was that um, there's such a culture of like every two years you need a new phone. Yeah. Or every two years like something new comes out like especially with Apple products or there's that like theory that the battery starts to die faster after a certain amount of time. And that's definitely like, I feel like that has a big role in it when you think about how long these products should be used. Like they definitely could be used longer than we keep them around for, but it's always this like, I need to be cool and have the best thing. And if it works fine, I don't really know why I need to change it up so much but yeah so some things to consider when buying i guess a used electronic device is um it's less expensive than buying a new one um it just depends on what the lifetime it had what life it has left and how it was used before that (laughs) yeah how did the person treat it yeah how how efficient it'll still be after a couple years so uh research done in 2010 called household waste prevention a review evidence focused on the data of households and how they reduce their waste the review found that the main way that uh, households reduce the waste that they produce is by donating the main uh, donation they do is mainly clothes so that uh, I guess feeds into thrifting as now you know where all the items come from from thrift stores as families or individuals are trying to reduce the amount of waste they produce Uh, so sustainable fashion is clothing that is designed, manufactured, distributed, and used in ways that are environmentally friendly. There are many different ways that a consumer can start getting into sustainable fashion, as in the companies producing these clothing have different methods and focuses on how to produce the clothing. Uh, The economy for sustainable fashion may seem like it is geared towards consumers, but it works both ways, as the producers are sometimes the ones that start to make sustainable fashion. They do this not out of a need to make money, but as a conscious choice where the producers are motivated by pro-social motives or wanting to help others is their core motivation compared to other individuals when they start a business 
they are motivated by pro-self motives or money. Uh, this is seen in a research article called Fashion with Heart, Sustainable Fashion, Entrepreneurs, <laughs> Emotional Labor, and Implications for a Sustainable Fashion. Oh, sustainable Fashion System, I mean. Bleh. The article explains that although many of the producers that produce uh, sustainable fashion uh, they do not make much money, so they have some have second jobs just so that they can keep a healthy lifestyle. And a big one is how uh, how fashion companies are producing sustainable fashion in a master's thesis. <laughs> thesis. <laughs> it is recommended that fashion companies focus on sustainable clothing that are focusing on sustainable clothing should create a network I guess of common knowledge and different supply routes that uh, new companies can take so it's like a everyone works together kind of mentality like to benefit everyone or yeah like, or like <laughs> Work together. <laughs> Common practices. Yeah, that's such. Um, just to help improve their sustainability. How to start your journey. <laughs> How to As start... A sustainable fashion or thrifter. <laughs> um, yeah, it's how to start shopping for sustainable fashion is... Um, your first focus on what your social and environmental concerns are, and then research companies that have the same goals, I guess. Um, and then in an article called What is Sustainable Fashion? An Introduction and Three, step, three Steps for Getting Started, uh, it outlines three... <laughs> Three steps. <laughs> yeah, three steps to uh, to get started in buying sustainable fashion. Uh, the first one is to purchase locally produced clothing or clothes that that are produced in uh, there's a facility run on renewable energy with the clothing made of a variety of materials that are not harmful to the environment. Uh, the author's second point is uh, to buy used clothing from thrift stores. And the third step is to take care of the clothing that you already have so that you don't go and buy more clothing. <laughs> yeah, I guess essentially. That's like kind of, you have to like be conscious of your practices still. Like, you shouldn't just like go buy more clothing because you want to like sure that's great sometimes but in the long run you want to have fewer more well-made pieces that will last you a long time rather than like six months i guess <laughs> can kind of be a cycle people go through but but that most likely won't happen <laughs> <laughs> or i don't do it anyway you're not a girl <laughs> So uh, wrapping up, there are many different types, 
different items that individuals can purchase at thrift stores, with the most being popular being clothes. There are oh, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, what did you just go through? <laughs> there are also a plethora of thrift stores where a consumer can visit, including Habitat for Humanity Restore, Centricam, Value Village, along with a bunch of websites that you can do, Kijiji, eBay, Facebook Marketplace. Books are another big item that consumers buy, um, and there are lots of resources available for consumers to turn. Are you trying to convert us? <laughs> I don't know. For consumers to use in order to uh, not buy you or not buy, not buy new books, <laughs> not use books. Um. One of them is from libraries with their physical and online presence. Um, and the other two are thrift stores and websites. Then moving into sustainable fashion and how the industry isn't just pushed by consumers, but also producers as well. Um, and then to complete the thrift store, I guess, cycle I guess with buying used um, households will um, donate their used items to reduce the amount of waste that they produce yeah thanks for tuning into our podcast on uh, thrifting and sustainable fashion and libraries <laughs> Uh, I, we hope you gained some valuable information, and if you have any questions, the, li the Cameras Library and Augustana Library have a great selection of sources on this topic, and amazing uh, employees to help you out there if you have any further questions. Thanks for telling us all about your sustainable fashion journey. And <laughs> <laughs> It was really good. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.